you know, I'm almost thinking that since I had to take all the uh, fall decor down because I used to church, mm-hmm. I might start looking this week I'm at, shocked that you're going to start just, setting up for Christmas. No, no, not completely, but like I a might start bit. evaluating yeah. the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Matt and Fiona Show. We're so glad that you joined us. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. We are going to jump into a topic that I didn't write down. Oh, yes, I did. I did. Calm down. Um, I'm going to start this again. Three. Why, that was fun. (laughs) I'm not going to start it again. We're going to go go right in. No, no, no. We'll go right in. We'll leave it. Mm -hmm. We'll do it live. You'll laugh if you get that reference. You don't, but hopefully someone does. All right. We're going to talk about uh, a topic of fun today. Mm. All of our topics are fun. Yeah, I think so. Um, We're going to talk about friendship. Yes. Rest in peace, Chandler. No. Um. I brought it back. Hmm. It's a week and a half or so. It's acceptable. Okay. It's fine now. Um, we're going to talk about <laughs> Friends yes. and not the TV show. No. Although we could, you could talk about that for I could talk about that. hours. Um, Maybe not hours, but long enough. Hours. Moving on. And how you have to choose your friends wisely. Yeah. And I question... I do. You do. I'm you very inquisitive. Yes, you are. You are. Um, I question how often Christians are being cautious with their friends. Right? I, I think there's a lot of situations where Christians have a lot of Christian friends, mm-hmm. but they also have a lot of other friends mm-hmm. that they spend a lot of time with, mm-hmm. which is fine, um, that they take counsel from, which is not always fine, um, that they take advice from, also counsel. They share. Maybe a little too much. A little too much information. Uh, <clears throat> I just find that, you know, there there's a, I'm of the era, at least in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see where we're going. I'll tell you if you are. Yeah, no, I am. Um, where I don't have a lot of friends anymore. Oh. Right? Yeah. I don't have guys that I go out on a guy's trip with. I don't have all of those things. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, the plus side of that mm-hmm. is that I don't have a bunch of people that influence me. Right. In a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have things that come up in parenting and marriage and work and all these other things mm-hmm. that I talk about with a group of, a group of random people mm-hmm. who then provide commentary, we'll call it. It's a good um, word for it. That may or may not be a good, mm-hmm. just to be real blunt, B um, biblical to be even right. blunter uh, or C smart. Oh, that's a big one. Because there's a lot of <clears throat> questionable advice that is given uh, if you want a uh, 
if you want proof of that, just go look at literally any comment section anywhere on any topic. Um, but because I don't have that, I don't have a lot of external influences mm-hmm. that are in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas I know if you go to, I don't want to say the generation younger than me, mm-hmm. but people who have a younger mindset than me. Okay. They're real big on guy trips and gal trips and me and my girlfriends all go to Cabo together. Oh, even our um, generation, babe. Yeah, but I, I'm not saying my generation. I'm my mental. Oh. Because I'm 65. Right. In my head. Yes. Um. I don't have that. Right. Right. I have a very small circle of friends mm-hmm. and I have an even smaller circle of friends that I allow, allow to provide any insight right into my life at all. Mm-hmm. Um, now I, I also have some mentors and, and some people that I look up to and that I've asked yes. to provide input into my life. I right. Think that's different. No, but no, yeah. it's totally different. But when you start talking to, we, we've got a friend who's been going through some fun stuff, right? Yes. And when he goes out and makes decisions, he's talking to us, mm-hmm. but he's also asking all of the people he works with and like just all, all the random people oh, yeah. in his life, right? Mm-hmm. And every now and again, when you start, like when we're having a serious discussion mm-hmm. and we ask serious questions, you can tell that from the things that he's feeding back to us mm-hmm. when we're when we're sitting down having these conversations, that the people who are talking to him, that he's getting this feedback from. Are not people he should. Probably not. Necessarily be listening to. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's questionable advice right. at best. And and I only say that because none of it lines up with anything biblically. Right. And our friend is a Christian. So you'd yes. think that they'd want advice that lines up biblically. Yes. Which brings us back to the choose your friends wisely. Yes. Conversation. Right? I I think that we can look at some of the, you know, biblical verses like don't be unequally yoked mm-hmm. with not unbelievers. Yes. Right. And we always just take that typically into your. Um, it's often related to the marriage well, relationship. Well, yeah, yeah, like relationships. <laughs> yes. Um, spousal relationships. But yes. Right. And I think that if we expound that into your friendships, mm. Right into your business life, mm-hmm. right? Are you relying on an unbeliever as your partner in business? Right. Because, hey, that might be fine and good. But they also may have different values. Right. And different morals than you do, which then you look at it like we had a friend who got into business with a Christian Mm. A very, very baby Christian. Right. And it wasn't more than a couple of weeks into the relationship 
the business relationship. Right. Where they very quickly realized that their friend, who, <clears throat> again, was a baby Christian, was trying real hard, but that he had dramatically different morals. Right. Dramatically different business ethics. Which are good things to discuss before you get into business with somebody. You would think. Um, they didn't line up. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a very challenging relationship that dissolved real fast. Yes. But it caused a lot of hurt and, and frustration and all of these things mm-hmm. because all of a sudden this business relationship was dramatically unequally yoked. Right? Mm-hmm. So then like won't anytime we're dealing with you know, some of the teens and some of the young adults. Right. Right. That's the biggest thing that continually comes up. Friends. Is friends. Relationships. And how they've, they want to be friends with all these people. But again, it doesn't take more than a few minutes for them to realize that their friends' morals and ethics. And again, they, and decisions. They, they and might be great people. But foundationally at the core level. Mm-hmm their morals and their ethics don't necessarily line up biblically, which is where their morals do. So we live in a society where friends, I think, especially now more so than ever, take on a much larger role. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about social media, how many friends do you have? 225, which is a low number, 453, 1,265, right? The number of I have thousands. friends, I don't, don't need them. <laughs> um, the number of friends has brought on a whole new level of choke. comparison, mm-hmm. of status, of, man, self-worth. Mm-hmm. And in the past, friends were, you know, important, and now they've almost become paramount that if you don't have so many friends and you can't post about all this stuff that you have no worth and the social medias and basically the world in general have twisted Mm -hmm. this idea of friendship um i'm always been old school and um in i guess in my own right a bit of a old soul and honestly just protective Mm-hmm. of myself yeah but i take friendships very seriously and there's a there's a big difference between friends close friends acquaintances mm-hmm. um random people we random know. people we <laughs> know yeah random people we know and we need to make sure that we can distinguish between those because what you share what you take in what you listen to all affects you more than you realize it. And if you are going to the wrong people for advice, you're going to get the wrong advice. Mm -hmm. If the friends that you have in your life or that you allow into your inner circle do not build you up and strengthen you. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to just throw this out there. Do your friends want the absolute best for you? Or are they themselves so involved that they want you to be more like them? Do they judge you based on your similarities? Or do they appreciate you for who you are? And 
do they know what's best for and you? And also, do they actually know you or are you becoming somebody else in order to please them? And I find that that is a big thing, especially with younger people, that that happens. People are changing themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, the word of God says you're supposed to be not conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind. But I'm, I often watch young people not being transformed by the word, but being transformed by social trends, being transformed by the friends that they've allowed to become close to them. Yeah. And they, therefore, are putting themselves away and they are becoming somebody in order to please other people. So it no longer becomes a friendship. It becomes people-pleasing. You change your clothing. You change the music you listen to. You change the stuff you watch, the things you talk about, the vernacular you yes. use as you try to assimilate to this crowd that is cool or better or... Accepting. You're, you're to, yeah, you're trying to move up. And, you know, when, when we started looking at this topic, there was a couple of things that came to mind for, for me. And a lot of it is what we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was also an aspect of, you know... Are all of your friends at your level? Uh, yeah, that's right? yes. Or are they below you? Are they above you? And all of those things are good, mm-hmm. right? This isn't like a class thing, right? But there's there there is a there is a segment of this that is important to look at when it comes to you know trying to better yourself, mm-hmm. right? You can look at someone that you're trying to emulate, right? Right. Mm -hmm. The easiest, uh, simplest example is Jesus. You can look at Jesus and try to emulate him and be more like Jesus Mm -hmm. and try and change your words and your attitudes and your personality to be more like him. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing Mm -hmm. to try and be more like the the social star that, you know, online who Mm -hmm. has more followers than you Mm -hmm. may not be the person that you want to emulate, mm-hmm. right? If you want to be more successful in business, then you need to have some friends in business who are more successful than you. Right. That can help hopefully pull you further. Right. Now, Bring I will tell up. you yep. that I have friends in business mm-hmm. that are at a higher level than me mm-hmm. who do not want to pull me up at all. Uh. They are perfectly happy to be friends. But there is no, there is no pull. There is no desire to be more like them. Right. Right. And that comes back to what you said earlier of do your friends want what's best for you? Mm. Right. Yep. I have business people that I know that are more successful than me that want me to be more successful. Right. I also have business friends who are more successful than me that don't care if I exist. Beyond the general friendship we have. Right. Right. And whether it's in business, whether it's in just a personal friendship, you're going to meet those same people. Right. But if all of your friends are at the same level as you, I question that. Again, back to me questioning everything. Right, right, right. But you should have some friends that are trying to pull you forward. Mm-hmm. You should have someone that you're trying to not emulate necessarily, but that is doing things at a higher level that you are, that you can try and pull yourself up to be. But again, the main person that should be, should be Jesus. You should be trying to be more like him. 
I am very cautious and I have been with friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Two things. One, the number of friends you have does not matter. Who you are friends with. I have like a thousand on Facebook. I just checked. Over 2,800 on do you, do you want, I want an a, applause? Do you want a trophy? I do want an applause. You're not getting one. Anyway. Pushing a 3,000. Number of friends don't matter. Because <laughs> I definitely don't have anywhere near that. And I am still perfectly acceptable. I probably like three of them. <laughs> and that in and of itself one, tells you something. <laughs> and if you want to get in that top 10, mm. reach out. Um, Send me a DM. <laughs> my gosh. Anyway, I love you. Remember when MySpace used to do that? I had no, nothing to do with MySpace. I didn't either. I just remember that the sidebar you could have. I didn't, knew nothing about it. And the only reason yeah. I ever got a Facebook is because you set it up for me. I don't remember why. I don't remember why, ago. but I Anyways. walked in. Anyways, yes, we digress. Um, the number doesn't matter. The number doesn't matter. Um, blah, 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 blah. No. Okay. Here's here's the thing. The people you allow into your life matter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just throw this out there to you because this is something that I've done. I'm very cautious of who I allow as a close friend. Yeah. Now, we definitely have people that we spend time with. I mean, we are not um, recluses. We definitely have people that we spend time with, but we do choose it wisely. But when it comes to a close friend... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to challenge it and I'm going to look at it more severely. And not only that, I'm going to pray for the friends that come into my life and I'm going to pray for my friends that are in my life. And one of the questions that I want to ask you is the friends that you have brought into your life, do they challenge you and encourage you to be a better you to be, to do they build you up on the things of the Lord or do they make you, do they, huh, do they light your fire or do they dim your light? Because that is a really big one because mm-hmm. is your light going to shine yeah. or is your light going to kind of dim out and fade when you're, when you're around those people, but pray for friends into your life. If you don't have them or if you don't have ones you can trust pray for good friends, but that's what I mean. Pray for godly friends <laughs> Also, when you do get friends, pray for them. You know, there's that saying, you know, you want friends that don't talk behind your back, but that pray behind your back, that are praying, praying for you, lifting you up and care about you so deeply that they are going to add to your Mm -hmm. life substantially. They're not going to drain you. They're not going to take away from you. They're not going to take you away or off course from what God has called you to do. Because, I mean, I think everything when it comes to relationships comes back to this. You were called and created on purpose for a purpose for such a time as this. The people that you allow into your life are either going to propel you forward or they're going to yeah. hinder you in that. Yeah. And if they're hindering your purpose, then they're not a friend that's supposed to be in your life. If they are dimming your light, then they're not a friendship or a close friendship that mm-hmm. should be in your life. I do have certain people that we keep that are in our life that are not Christians. I mean, we are in this world and whatnot, but never will it come to a place 
where I have to sacrifice who I am in Christ yeah. for those people. Yep. Never will I have to sacrifice. You know what? We have them over for dinner and we're going to pray for our food because that's what we do. And mm-hmm. there's not a single person that doesn't know that. Uh, our kids are going to invite you to church or they're going to get a surprise when they sit down. Yes. Yes. Right. And, and it's, and we're not going to hold, we're not going to hold back on that. We're never going to change who we are for somebody, for people. Yep. And if that's something that people can't handle about us, if they can't handle Jesus, if they can't handle the fact that we go to church, if they can't handle that, we live for Christ, that we raise our kids Mm -hmm. or how we raise our kids, you know, we're going to second guess that, but, and people you allow in your life, they need to build you up. They, your light still needs to be able to shine around them. And if they dim your light, you need to think twice about it. If you have a close friend who will not sacrifice everything for you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I have, I know a lot of people. Right. Yes, right? you do. Through, <clears throat> through everything I, I, I do in the day to day, all the different avenues of business I have, I know a lot of people. Yes. And I have a lot of friends, mm-hmm. but I have a very finite few that are close friends. Yep. And even in that group of close friends, mm-hmm. I have an even smaller group that would, they're, they're the people that you call who are going to drop everything and pray for you, drop mm-hmm. everything and get in the car. Right. And in most cases, cross a border for you. Mm-hmm. There, in our cases, at there, least. There's, there's an, another joke there that I won't say, but you can figure out what, what it would be. Um, <clears throat> but they're the ones who you would trust with anything mm-hmm. and would drop everything. Yeah. Right? That also love you enough to tell you the truth when you're oh, being yeah. stupid. Yeah. Which, again, is, is part of that whole, mm-hmm. that whole package. But it's really, it's a small group. Yeah. Right. It's a very, very small group. And I think it's a lot of fun when you're younger to have these huge circles of friends. Social groups. Yep. But when you put it through that um, lens, when you look at it through that lens, Mm -hmm. right, of who is going to drop everything, who's Mm going to leave work no matter what the boss says because you need help. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, the, these are in severe circumstances. Well, yeah, obviously, one hundred percent. But like when I, not that I do a ton of traveling anymore, mm-hmm. but when I used to travel a ton, there were a handful of people that I could call if we had a water leak at the house and you called me and told me. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of friends that, oh yeah, they'll come by on the weekend and help. Right. But there's a short, a very short number of people who. Heck, I got some people I could call in Michigan mm-hmm. and Georgia and Illinois or Missouri who would get in the truck mm-hmm. and be here if they could be here faster than I could. Right. Right. But again, it's a short list. Mm-hmm. I think when we look through, if we actually challenge ourselves and if we actually audit our friendships, yep. we'll <clears throat> realize that the majority of acquaintances we have are just people we know Mm -hmm. the majority of friends we have are really just acquaintances yep and the number of close friends we have is not as big as we thought it was 
And, and that's, that's okay. That's perfectly all right. And I think getting to the point of recognizing that your true friends will build you up, not tear you down. Yep. They'll support you. They'll encourage you. They'll help you. And they'll tell you the truth. And they'll let you be exactly who you are. Oh, I yeah. know so many people who have changed who they are, who have compromised themselves because they want <laughs> friends. You should never have to compromise yourself yeah. for anybody. Yep. Be true to who you are. I'm going to, this is just a quick story that I'm going to tell you guys. Um, and this is for anybody who's, you know, I guess struggling. Um, I've, I've shared the story about being a prodigal. Mm -hmm. And for anybody who's, you know, not necessarily serving the Lord or is struggling with that or is a new baby Christian and um, a friendship and breaking friends with the world is hard. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to share this due to the fact that I've been there. I was in the world and I separated myself out. And one of the hardest things I had to do was realize and recognize who my friends were. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of friends that I did not do very good things with and just lived life with. And then I came back to Jesus and it got to the point where, you know what? I was seriously making changes in my life. Yep. And, you know, one by one, you know, it'd be like, hey, you know, we're going out to the bar, you know, you come in. And I'm like, actually, no. And, you know, this is why. And well, sl slowly but surely, guess what? People stopped calling. People stopped reaching out because I was no longer doing the th mm -hmm. social things that they wanted me to do. Yeah. I had one friend and, you know, I called her and I was actually supposed to go to Vegas for a bachelorette party. And I called her and I said, you know what? I am sorry, but I can't. I've gone back to church. I've recommitted my life to Jesus. And this is something I'm doing wholeheartedly with everything in me. So I love you but I'm choosing Jesus right now. And um, she said, okay, all right, uh, okay, I'll talk to you later. And, you know, we got off the phone, honestly, pretty abruptly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, well, there goes my last friend. And you know what? She wound up calling me back 30 minutes later. And she said, you know what, Fiona? I realized something. You are trying to do something better with your life. You're making a positive change. And what kind of friend would I be if I abandoned you because you're trying to better your life? Mm -hmm. Now, that was the only person from my old life yeah. that remained friends with me. And I still keep in touch with her today. She is not a Christian mm -hmm. um, in, in the sense that I am, um, you know. But never once have I had to sacrifice who I am when we, I mean, I haven't seen her in a while, long time, different countries, but, um, you know, when we, when it, we'd meet up and have dinner, we're praying before every part of my life, yeah. she came into my life. I didn't have to go into her life. Mm -hmm. And I know for people who are like struggling in that, you know, do I live for Jesus? You know, how do I eliminate the world? First, there's two things that I did. And one, I was true to myself. And I had realized that if they were actually friends and I'm doing this change, they'd still be friends. Well, one of them, 
state of my life. But also, I then realized that I had to pray people back into my life. Mm. And there was a long time, it was lonely. It was very lonely. I went quite a while without friends. And I did have to rely on Jesus. Um, You know, and my parents were great. You know, they take me out to dinner just so that I could get out of the house because they knew I lost a lot of friends. And I was grateful for that. Mm -hmm. But slowly but surely, you know, I had friends come into my life. Sad thing is, is some of these people have walked away. I've moved away. Life goes on. But again, we, no matter what stage we are or what age we are in our life, we can pray friends in Mm -hmm. and we can choose the people we allow into our lives. But when you are going to choose Jesus over people, there are major decisions you're going to have to make in your life. And one of the hardest decisions and one thing the enemy will use if you're not careful is that candy-coated desire of Mm -hmm. friendship. And the enemy will bring, if you're not careful, the wrong people into your lives. And he has used it Mm -hmm. for decades, for centuries, for millennials. It has been a tactic he has always used. The enemy knows how to deceive people. He knows how to get into your life. And he will use people in the form of friendship to enter your life. And that is something that we need to be so cautious of because a friendship that is created from God is so much more powerful than a friendship that was devised as a plan or a scheme from the enemy. And there's wisdom that if we're not careful, we can fall and we can find ourselves being pulled away from God and we can find our light being dim. And I could say this because I have seen it. We've seen it time yep. and time and time again. If you're, you can allow your friends, God, to, you can allow your friends to be from God, or you can allow the enemy to use that package of friends yeah. to pull you. Well, and it's it is something where to that point, most people think of that situation as only a you know, spousal relationship side. Right. Right. If you're someone who is just so desperate to, to be with someone, then they'll bring, you know, quite often someone will come across your path. Right. Who looks pretty close again, candy coated. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. But isn't living at the level that you're living Mm -hmm. in their relationship. And you let your guard down. So because you want that so bad, you'll accept it. Mm Mm-hmm. Knowing that you're sacrificing. Right. And slowly but surely that person will pull you away. Right? And we've seen it. But it'll happen even with friendship. Yes. Because honestly, that one's even easier to do. Yep. So you'll meet these people who are, oh, we're Christians. You're going, oh, yeah, you're that's... in college or you're, you're going to work and you meet someone who, well, I'm a Christian. Oh, perfect. You let your guard down and you don't. You don't question anything further. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you find out that their definition of Christian and is vastly God's different. God's definition of Christian are two. The one you're living. Yeah. Right. And <clears throat> it's a shame because it happens so often. And when something happens in that relationship and mm-hmm. it, it falls apart, mm-hmm. which typically it does if you want to stay hooked up the way you are Mm -hmm. or the way you were Mm -hmm. in your church 
in your personal relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. you will sit back and you will do the, but they were a Christian. And you can't yeah. separate the fact that, you know, not all friends are created equal. Huh. Not all Christians are at the same level. Uh-huh. Right? Not all Christians' belief systems are the same. Not all Christians want the same out of their Christianity. Yeah. A lot of people are very happy to say a prayer and think that they're going to, that's all they got to do to get to heaven. Mm -hmm. Right. And they're just going to live their life and they're going to live in grace so they can move on. (laughs) Before we get into another, I was going to say, that's um, a whole. And if you're not careful, they will get you into Mm -hmm. the same lackadaisical spot that they're in. Yeah. Right. Which again, comes back to that. Your friends shouldn't be pulling you down. They shouldn't be pulling you away. Right. If, if you are committed Mm -hmm. to, to, to living a godly life. Yes. You're, I've got some, I've got some really good friends Mm -hmm. or good friends or however you want to put it. It doesn't matter. Um, and they are, Christians, mm-hmm. but we are a different type of Christian. Mm-hmm. So we will be out at a conference mm-hmm. and they will want to go to go have a nightcap somewhere. Right. And if it's in a restaurant and we're having dinner, cool. If they're going to a bar, mm-hmm. I'm not coming. Good night. If they're going to the cigar bar, mm-hmm. I'm not coming. I will walk with you there and I will say good night and carry on my way. Right. Because I'm not, and again, I'm not here to debate whether smoking is biblical or not. I don't stinking care. But for me, it's not something I do. Right. Abstain from all <clears throat> forms of evil. Yeah. And we talked about this last week, but it's not this so- very much It's not something the same that I do, right? I don't drink. No. Nope. That's something that I do not do. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't really care what you do. You've got to justify that to yourself Mm -hmm. and to him. Yes. But I don't do that. So I can still be friends with them and they know that I'm not coming to the club. But again, you're not conforming to them. Not at all. In any sense of the form. You are staying true to you. A good friend will recognize that. But it's very easy for a someone who's either not as strong or who's not as strong of a Christian Mm -hmm. to sit back and go, well, that guy's a Christian and I'm a Christian. So he's doing it. It must be okay. And you have to, that's a whole other story and a whole other topic, but you have to take the time to recognize and really evaluate your friendships with your friends. Yes. And figure out who wants the best for you, who wants you to succeed, who wants you to be you mm-hmm. versus who wants you to conform, who wants you to justify what you're doing yep. to them so that they can do what they want and try and get you to come along. The only person you need to answer to is us. <laughs> is your heavenly father. I know you are shocking. all the people to and all. all right, we got to wrap it. Yeah, the only person you have to answer is who is Jesus. And 
you need to make sure that you choose your friends wisely, mm-hmm. that your light is not being dimmed by them, but that they are helping blow on the flames of your heart and that they are strengthening you and you are a better Christian because of those friends that you have in your life. And that does not mean that, you know, you've got yourself excluded and you can't look at anybody else and you've got Mm -hmm. blinders on, you know, I mean, but anybody you let close, watch who you're getting counsel from. Listen, watch the voices that you're allowing into your life and do not sacrifice your relationship for people. And that is a big proponent when it comes to friends. Yep. Don't let your friends suck you down. Friends can be great when they are true godly gifts from God. And trust him to know who is the best choice of friends for you. Why do we always try to do everything ourselves? All right, I'm going to stop. Can I close it? Close. He's closing. Are you sure? Yes, go. (sighs) Thank you for joining us. Hope to see you next week on another episode. Uh, Please subscribe, follow. Hoping we can still be friends. All of those things. Well, as the biz said, how many of us have no friends? <sighs> He's closing. I'm really old. He's um, closing. Thanks again for watching, and uh, we'll see you next week for another episode of the Matt and Fiona Show. Bye.